0: you like to pause from your busy day and listen in to experts and homeschool parents like you about the beautiful world of homeschooling? This podcast is designed just for you. Each episode connects you to the best conversations that will give you courage and fill your cups so you can keep pouring into your family every single day. Introducing the Hey Mama Homeschool Show, brought to you by The Old Schoolhouse, your trusted homeschool partner for over 20 years. Hello, this is Steph Morrison from the Old School House here with another episode of Hey Mama Homeschool Show. We are here to talk about reading, learning to read. Is your reader delayed? Is your reader just on track? I hope to clear up a few of those things for you today. So we are going to go in and just cover a few main topics. I want to talk about specifically, when is it that reading seems to be delayed? Like actually delayed? Or is it just a late reader? We want to talk about a little bit about finding help for reading difficulties, uh, help you can find on your own, as well as going to professionals that could help you. And then also a few reading motivators that you can do as a parent. Now, we also have tons of Information for you in the show notes. So you want to go check those out at homeschoolshow.com. You'll see it for this episode. That's also where you'll find all our podcast episodes, all topics on helping you as the mama or the parent. If some of you dads are listening or even grandparents, whoever's taking care of that home education for a child, we hope that we're, we're just a constant, constant source of Encouragement, motivation, and tons of resources. So you can find that all on homeschoolshow.com. If you have a struggling reader, writer, or speller, Lexercise can help you. Visit lexercise.com to take a free learning disability test and learn more about the Orton-Gillingham program. So that is L-E-X-E-R-C-I se.com, so that's an L in front of exercise for the web address.com, and see what they have for you in your reading needs. I also want to mention our homeschool college directory. You can look there no matter where you are in your and you're educating your kids, whatever level they're at. Eventually, this will be something you want to think about what they may want to do post-secondary post uh, being educated by their parents and all the, all the different ways that you teach them there is more higher education that is ready and waiting for them and we've got that all for you on HomeschoolCollegeDirectory.com. so let's get right into our topic here now and talk about Reading. So literacy development, that whole reading. And it's not just about the reading, right? It's, it, I mean, we read for a reason. We don't just read to take time. We read because we want to take in that information. So what we want for our kids to be able to read, to comprehend what they're reading and to have them understand more, more clearly and, and come up with thinking on their own from what what they're reading. And I'll get into a few different instances to that, but first, you know, first you really wanna know why, why do we want our kids to read? There's there's lots of really obvious reasons. Um, if they can't read, they're gonna have a hard time doing any of those other home education stuff with them, right, it gets into every single single subject we also have um, what I consider one of the most important reasons to learn how to read is to obey God's word. It, we need our kids to be able to read God's word and obey it. So that is our goal in learning to read and our goal for all of life as we obediently keep our children home where they belong. This is from Deuteronomy 17, 19. And he shall read therein all the days of his life that he may learn to fear the Lord his God. God number one, right? We want our kids to be able to read his word and we want our children to be able to read his word and gain the wisdom within it. So that is a lot about the reading comprehension, that critical thinking skill and, and being able to take in what they've read, what they heard, what they listened to, all that, all that can be part of that critical thinking. Be able to take that in and, and think on their own. That's what we want. We want really, really clear thinkers and good thinkers. That's what we're raising here. So that that reading is so important, just for them to be able to, uh, you know, I I often often say, you know, what I want for my kids is I want them to be able to read well, think well, and write well. All those different parts of communication, and in order to be able to do all of that well or with excellence, I might even put in there. Um, they they need a good foundation for reading. And uh, definitely that, that can be a sole reason right there to not have our kids part of the mass education system. Because reading happens at such a big range of age. But in this Western culture that we we that we live in, it, it is thought to be that six-year-olds, that's when you learn how to read. You learn how to read when you're six. Well, that's not true, you know. In, in studies and in and, and research and just uh, personal experience, reading can happen anywhere from the range from, so natural reading for an individual can happen anywhere from that ra- range from four years old to 12-year-olds. 12 years old. If you have one of your kids and they are into books and they love books, they're looking at them. They're kind of understanding as you're, you're reading aloud to them and they're understanding and they're, they're just looking like they're primed and ready. Well, go ahead. Start reading. Start some formal reading instruction when they're four and they could grasp that and understand it while they're four that's a really early age and i don't know what the percentage would be but i would imagine it would be a definite definite minority to be four and even at the upper end for 12 that's a that's a minority for 12 that's probably most kids are going to have a real good handle on reading by by the time they're 12 but there may be some children that that and i would say more when their brains are really so when when you might actually title it that they might have dyslexia um uh, dysgraphia is another one. And there, there's a few other, you know, that we, that we've got labels for certain ways the brain works. And that may mean that their rating, reading is maybe considered by some to be delayed, but maybe it's actually just the right reading age for them. And whatever they're learning and comprehending and doing before then, maybe that they, they, they don't have a firm grasp on reading till 12. Does not mean that they cannot excel and be just as good as the child that read at four by the time they get to their end of their their formal their formal training with our with with parents. When when they get to 17 or 18 and they're they're ready for that higher education, maybe even 19 or 20. It doesn't have to be. We don't have to have our kids ready to shove off into the world at 17. It could be 18, 19, 20. And and that is all. Okay. All of that range is okay. And that is why we home educate. That is why I hope you will home educate anyway, that you homeschool your kids because you know that not all children are the same. And we have a mass education system that puts them through kind of like an assembly line. This is what happens in grade one and grade two, grade three, grade four, grade five. And if they don't have a firm understanding, that is really when they start getting, um, having real issues with, they They don't have a firm foundation of reading uh, in grade one. Well, grade two is going to have so much more that's dependent on them having a firm foundation at grade one. Some kids just are not ready developmentally to to take on reading at at grade one or grade two at six six or seven they may be more well into to their eighth year or their ninth year before they've got all the different nuances of reading understood in their mind. So let's keep that number one. The age for reading is very diverse. There's a, there's a really low, really high, four to 12. I, I would say that the, the biggest range is maybe like five to eight. I, I would say that's a real, real good aim, range to go on for the, for the majority of kids. And, and ones that are going a little earlier or a little later are on the outskirts. They're the outliers that of, of reading. So there is, you know, the brain something I read that I really like the brain is not naturally hardwired to read in the way that it's wi- wired to speak or listen. We don't actually need to do any instruction or training or anything to get our kids to speak now to get them to speak well we there there is some training that we do I, I hope that you do that with your kids and you understand what I mean in that in that area of there, there is certainly a better speaking well. So there, there is training to be had and 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 education and lessons to to speak really well. But um, as far as reading, that is is something that's learned. And there are many adults, so they did not learn to read for whatever their situation was. They did not really learn to read until until they were adults, and that happens too. So for for those people, their reading age was well, whatever uh, whatever age they read at. So let's keep that in mind that there isn't one age where kids can or should be reading. but we do want to give them all the opportunities and really reading starts at birth. it start it starts by and I mean that may be a bit early, but really when you when you can sit and open a book, in front of your child that's when reading starts so it really starts definitely in that first year of life and even as we're speaking to them that's that's related to reading right what are all these squiggles and words where they're related or squiggles and lines on a page they're related to the words that we speak the words that we speak are the same that we read on the page Um, they can not be the same right so we that that's a good concept to get our kids to understand and that in that beginning ages, and then and then we just build on that. And whenever our kids are able to be ready for that next building block, is that they will show us. We give them the 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 world of books around them. We do all these. So I'm gonna right at the end. I'm going to just talk about these different um, reading motivators and and how we can encourage encourage our kids and especially if you're struggling with somebody if you've got a little bit of a reluctant reader and i've definitely had one of those for sure and maybe even the both to a degree um that that there's a few things we can do just as they're not maybe quite understanding and we don't need to pressure our our six-year-old into reading if they're really not ready for it yet uh, but there's still lots we want to do with them to encourage them to read, to have books around them, to have words around them, and encourage them in that part of their learning. So I'm going to say that most reading delays usually get resolved on their own with regular exposure to reading. So you're going to be able to, as you're giving them regular exposure to reading, Maybe you're not doing real reading instruction yet, but you can connect those letter, letter sound relationships, uh, as well as critical thinking, what you're reading on the page. Well, let's just talk a little bit about that reading, like what's happening with the characters, what, ha- what's happening, you know, in picture books. You've got the picture there and you're relating it to the words that are, uh, that are on, on the same page. Uh, there's lots of different ways where we can make those con- connections and the, the part of comprehension as well, just what they're reading and, and taking into their head and comprehending and remembering. Reading does a lot all come to, to, uh, to, to memory work. Um, but it also, there's even words once in a while I come across and it's like, what is that word? I'm not even sure if I'm pronouncing it right. Even with that Orton Gillingham. If you have a struggling reader, writer or speller, Lexercise can help. Visit Lexercise.com to take a free learning disability test and learn more about their Orton Gillingham program. That is Lexercise, L-E-X-E-R-E. C-I-S-E dot com. So exercise with a L in front of it. But all these different things that we can do uh, for for reading for our kids are important. Finding help with reading difficulties. So you can do a lot of research on your own. Go to homeschoolshow.com to see all the resources we're providing you here. But I also want to let you know, if you're not, not already aware of it, of our digital magazine. So you can find it at tosmagazine.com. And you can also find it on your in your app store. So search for the Old Schoolhouse magazine. So you'll see the latest issue, whatever happens to be out when you're listening to this. But there's a search bar. So you put in that search bar. You can put in reading and you can find, you can even put in reading struggles, um, reading delays, reading, you know, refine your search as you would any s- search engine. And you will come up with likely pages and pages. I, of course, went to our magazine first in researching for this because I knew lots of articles from um, specialists in the industry, lots of articles just from moms and sharing their experience, lots of articles in there that are going to give you more Resources and references to other things that you can go to for helping you in reading or in any part of your homeschooling life, for that matter. I'm I'm actually gonna read one little thing, cause like it's just a little excerpt that I that I took from an article, and I wanted to to share it with you. I like that it's showing the variety that we have in learning how to read. So this is from a homeschooling mom. Half of my children were early readers, and half were late readers. There were struggles that we pushed through. Some tears were dried. But in the end, with consistent day-to-day help and encouragement, they are all good readers now. One needed vision help. One needed help for dyslexia. Some needed more time. We read aloud. We listened to audiobooks. The children read aloud to me. And we made progress in due time. There are so many different things that can be going on that is seem, seeming like reading is delayed. And, and as. As a parent, you definitely want to be in tune to that. You don't want to just say, oh, well, they'll read eventually and I'm not going to do anything extra. There, There is a time when you might want to be looking at, okay, like, is there is there something with my children's vision? Is there something, there was an article, and, and you're going to see that one is from Diane Kraft. It's going to be in your show notes for sure. Um, but in the Old Schoolhouse magazine that talked about using colored transparencies and how that helped with some readers. This is just one little, one little thing that, that you change that in your child's life, putting transparencies over the paper, and they are going to be able to pick up that reading. And then developmentally, it's not like they will always need transparencies in everything they read, but now they are able to, okay, well, now I can focus on reading and the comprehension that it takes to just to learn how to read and to read at at that very basic level. And then as they get older, they, they train their brain to, to be able to, well, now I can read on, on white paper with the black lettering. And, but, but first they just needed that little bit of help. And, and that could be that could be a game changer for you and, and one or more of your kids in reading. Now I've got a list of natural reading intelligence motivators. I'm gonna give you these, this short list here. So reading aloud. So that's to, to the child and listening to them read. So get them to read aloud really, really basic books, um, depending, depending at where their level is, right? It doesn't just stop at, you know, learning to read. So pre-reading and uh, we want them to be reading aloud at every, at every developmental level at my boys who are 12 and 15, they read aloud regularly. I get them to read aloud. Uh, I get them, you know, we have a Bible time uh, most afternoons and that we're we're going around the room and each of us are reading. They are reading when we're going through some of their lessons, we're taking turns reading and partly just to change it up, but also because that is practice reading. Uh, and And there's specific courses that we take specifically for public speaking. I'm just thinking of one that we're that we're starting very soon and and that is about reading aloud right? So them for them to be able to speak fluently as they're reading. So reading aloud, big one for kids to hear you reading, for them to be reading and you're listening. Repeating short per- pieces. So whether they be stories, poems, songs, or scripture, just repeating them. So read, um, Psalms are really awesome. You can have a short little spot. Maybe you can focus on that for a week. Let's read this, this Psalm um, for you know, for three days out of the week, or for for each day this week, may even make it the seven days. Nothing wrong with that. So, pick pick something and have them read it regularly. And they're going to be really rocky at first, uh, for some things. If you're challenging them, they're they're they should be reading it the first time. It should be actually kind of difficult for them to read. And then after they've read it, uh, for that that seventh time, if you're you want to go on a daily every day they're reading it, then get them to to read that same thing because that is actually going to give them lots of confidence if they are struggling reading it's going to give them lots of confidence that now they're reading the same thing and they're going to get more and more familiar with that text the fifth time they read it is going to be so much more clearer and fluently than the first time so uh that gives lots of confidence as well as getting them more used to that kind of kind of work um so reading books of of their interest so uh, this nonfiction and fiction. So in they got lots of interest that they could get nonfiction books for. And then I kind of put it s- simply reading for pleasure re- for fiction books, um, reading stories. There are so many books out there, so many book series out there that your kids will be interested in. And it is uh just so- sometimes it takes a bit of seeking to find the one that's right. For you and your kids, so seek that out. Find what they like to read for pleasure, and uh, and and get them to talk about the reading. I think that's a really important part of reading. It's not just reading the words on the page; it's that they understood what they were reading. So start that as young as you can, and keep that going till forever. Make every conversation you have with them, even as they're adults, that they're telling you about something they they read um but especially in their their years where you're educating them make that a constant thing what they're reading they you know re- reading a a fiction book all the time i have my boys always reading a fiction book i was I always have them reading a book of the bible uh i always have them reading something where they can share back to me oh well, what did you read today uh part of that i do just to see that they've read it and part of that i do because i want them to that that's a skill They need to learn that skill, right? Being able to read uh, and and relay back what they've read in in an understandable fashion. So that is it for our topic on reading today. Go and check out homeschoolshow.com. See what we have for this episode of What If My Reader Is Delayed? You can just search it that way or episode number 42. We have coming up on October, or sorry, November 20th, Thanksgiving in the U.S., uh, Thanksgiving unit study, uh, November 27th, a holiday season of rest, and December 4th, homeschooling through the holidays with games. So I'm going to close this off in prayer. I specifically want to pray for you who's listening right now. Heavenly Father, I thank you for this opportunity just to share uh, to share this bit about reading and how important reading is so that we read your word. God, so that our children are just so able to read your word and take it in and understand it. They, they are seeking you in this way. It is so important that they read so that they can be closer to you, but it is so important that they read for so many other things in their lives. God, I thank you that you have given the old schoolhouse the opportunity to reach parents in this way and that we continue to just build and and grow and just homeschool alongside so many, so many others homeschoolers that we are helping them grow and helping them raise just godly children, godly children that that serve you, God. Praise you and thank you for this great rewarding responsibility of educating our children in jesus name amen